Welcome to Centre Church. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. So, um, I've got some flowers here as well. So, what are those? Well, some of them are pretty, some of them not quite so. But, you know, they radiate their beauty. Um, should be a bit like us, radiating. We are the light of the world. Let our light shine. Is it shining? Are people seeing it? Or are we hiding it? Or are we not manifesting the brightness that God wants us to be? Are we fulfilling what God has for us? Are we the Christians that Jesus died for? Are we world changers? Are we community changers? They're just questions. But I just want, um, if, if I do nothing to these flowers, what's going to happen? Die, won't they? They'll die. So I have to then do something to make them live. If you eat, what will you do? You'll live. If you don't eat, you will die. And I, I like it because what um, Lord's, I think, when I talked to Tyler and he asked me to um, bring a message, um, what we're talking about, Elijah and everything that's been said, ties up to this. Um, we have to take action. We have to look like um, uh, Wish was saying. We have to look at what we're saying, how we're thinking. So it's going to take action on our behalf. We've got to weed. We've got to water. We've got to, we've got to put nutrients in for there to be fruit. So that's what this represents today. But first of all, I have talked to you um, uh, once before, um, but I just wanted to um, just let you know, who am I? You're saying, who's this guy? He sits at the back, he doesn't really do that much, and how he's up here sitting at the back and standing up in the front. Yeah, because God, we are all important to God. Even those sitting in the back, those sitting in the middle, those sitting in the front. So don't think, just because you're sitting in the back, that God doesn't love you. God doesn't care about you. God raises everybody up. The body of Christ is made up of many members, and every member has a part to play. So you need to look at yourself, because I want to talk about looking at ourself, self-reflection. Where are we? Who are we? Are we standing up? Are we the righteousness of God in Christ? Are we the light that shines out to the world? Are we making an impact in Burgess Hill? Are we going out and showing the love of God? And one of the fruits of the Spirit is love. And today, that's what I'm going to talk about, is love. But before I do that, I just want to um, just tell you a little bit more about me because what God has done, not me, but what God has done in me and what he wants to do, I don't know, but that's why I'm here. I'm just being obedient. Um, Elijah had to say, Lord, here I am, use me. 
So that's what we've got to do. And once we say that, then we've got to be ready to do something. But um, so um, well, I, I came to know Jesus in um, 1974. I went to America, and um, the Lord took me there, um, and I, I got into um, an apostolic prophetic movement. Um, then I was in Houston, and I was a minister of education in the Assemblies of God Church of a thousand people. I became a licensed minister in a four-square church in Jasper, Texas. And then when I was a pastor, so I have been a pastor, um, I have been a minister. I was ordained in um, 1999, so I'm an ordained minister. Um, I planted churches, and um, they're still um, alive and active today. Because when I started one church, someone walked in the door, and the Lord showed me that that man's going to be the pastor. I had to spend and invest a lot of time in him. I had to, he, he actually threatened to kill me, beat me up. <laughs> but I didn't let go. I kept encouraging him. He's now the pastor of the church and been the pastor ever since I left. So praise God. We serve a mighty, mighty God. We've got to know who we are in Christ. It's the power of God that is in us. You know, we say we want to be connected to heaven. We are connected to heaven. When you were born again, your spirit man came alive. You are alive in Christ. You are now connected divinely to God. You have connection with God. Praise God. So when Wish said, um, oh, yeah, I need to go back a little bit more about uh, my testimony. So, but you say, oh, yeah, praise God, this happened to him. Yeah, but then bad things happened to me. <laughs> like you heard, I heard up in a psychiatric hospital, um, my family were told that um, if he gets better, wasn't he will get better, if he gets better. And um, so that was, the, that, was, that, was, that was where I was at. But I never gave up on God. Never stopped believing in God. Always believed that God is mightier. God is greater. And today is a testimony of what God can do in someone's life if you will let him. And I've been on a journey and God has shown me things and showed me ways that um, we've all forgotten. I've been taken... So when you start looking at the fruits, then love, but then peace. So what is peace? Peace is something where you have to hear God. You have to be able to quieten your mind down. You have to be able to focus on God. Most people, if you sit down and you're in a quiet place and you try to find peace, you'll be thinking about what happened to you an hour ago. You'll be thinking about what book you want to do, read. You want, you're thinking about this. You're thinking about that. And they say, oh, I should be thinking about God. And, then, and you start praying and you focus back on Then you're thinking about something else. It's very difficult for us to just sit and think about nothing. Living in the now. This is where we meet God now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, not three hours ago, not two hours from now, but now. We're living now. 
And we need to know that we are now with God. He is talking to us. So that's a little bit about me, a little bit about my um, story. And um, I'll tell you to the depths that I went. I was like Elijah. I said, Lord, take me because I just want to, I just want to die. So I took it out of God's hands. So I took an overdose. And then I was in the hospital. I was put on life support. And I survived. Here I am. Praise God. God is a mighty, mighty God. He has a destiny for every single one of us, not just me. Lord's saying, I'm an example. Look at the example that God has done in me. He can do it in you. He's no respecter of persons. So the enemy tried to destroy my life, but God restored me. Praise God. And this is a testimony. But I had to change the way I think. I had to change the way that I look at things. There were many things I had to do on the way. And that's what I want to share a little bit with you today. Let's pray before I start. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you that you are our Father in heaven. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are building your church and every member has a part to play. We thank you, Lord, that you are in control of our lives. We can have plans, but you know what you want for us. Lord, just as these plants, they need fertile soil, let there be fertile soil in our minds today so that seeds can be planted and, Lord, those seeds can then take root and bring forth fruit. So, Lord, we pray by the power of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus that that will happen today. Praise God. So I want to encourage and exhort you this day. If God can do this for me, he can do it for you. I'll be honest, I found it difficult to do this, but because Elijah... And I saw him as an example, just as Carol you know, was saying. Um, he had to be courageous. He had to fight the flesh. Isn't that what the fruit of the Spirit is? And the carnal thinking is a fight, is a conflict between the two. So I had to make a choice, self-control. I had to make a choice to do this. I could have said, oh, no, I don't think I can do it. Oh, I'm just not able. I could have been in the old way of thinking. But God is greater, and he wants to use us. So we need to stir up the spirit within us. Stir up our spirit man. Let our spirit man grow. Let us connect to God. Let's listen to what God is saying and change our lives. All right. So today I'm going to talk about the fruits of the spirit and be more courageous like Elijah. So God's message is to step out and be courageous and take control of your destiny with God. Can we have the, anyway, all right. Fruit of the Spirit, the first one, the first one. Fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Now, I can't go through all of these because there's just too many, and it would be a whole series. But you have love, joy and peace. As you go through these, you, you have to 
you have to think about, you have to reflect. One thing I've learned on this, I've, I've actually had to go back and um, the Lord's led me to even the monks, what the monks do. We all, have, have anybody thought about monks lately? No, no, no. Um, are they empowered? Mm, uh, I don't know. Um, in the early church they were. Um, some of the early church, there were signs, wonders and miracles wherever they went. Um, St. Bede, um, uh, some of the saints of like the 600s, wherever they went, the power of God was, and there were signs, wonders and miracles. So they knew, they, they know the Lord. But one thing that they can do, they can find peace and they can connect with God and hear God in the silent wind. It's not in all the uproar, it's not in the storm, it's not in anything else. But when you come to a place and you have peace, then you can really hear and connect with God. I don't know um, any, anyone that... If you look at meditation, meditation, if you look at the word, it's self-reflection. It's to think about where you are. Think about where you're at, how you could be better. You reflect on who you are, where you're going, what you should be doing. Are you um, showing the love of Christ? Because the first is love, which is agape love, and then we have a lot of... Um, if we could... Um, if you look at... The, oh, well, no, just, we don't have time. Go to the next one. <laughs> and we'll miss that one as well. <laughs> and um, the, uh, Wish was saying that we need to look at it uh, holistically. Have you ever heard the word holistic? Yeah. So we, we know what the word is, but holistically is looking at our body, soul, and spirit. So we think about looking after our body. I've just lost two and a half stone. So obviously I was thinking about losing weight because I wanted to be healthy because I've been on the operating table, had heart surgery, lost six pints of blood. They had to go back in because they nearly died. But God saved me. Praise God. Here I am. Only by the power of God. So there must be a reason I'm here. You know, I say, Lord, why am I here? He said, well, just be obedient. And that's what I'm doing. I'm just being obedient. I, I, I'm... I, 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 yeah, I, I, I'm older than I look. <laughs> I'm 67. <laughs> Next, in two weeks, no, one week, two weeks maybe. <laughs> I'm 67. I can't remember, I had too many. Uh, and so, you know, I, 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 have, I have a lot of experience in how to live for the Lord. And, you know, there's got to be a reason I'm still alive. And one of the reasons must be for me to be here today. So all I can do is praise God for that. And, but today we're looking at the fruits of the Spirit. So we take care of the body, which is a shell. It just, it's just a shell for me to go and do things. But I have a soul and a spirit, and the soul is the mind and it's carnal thinking. It's the way we were brought up. It's the way we, we were brought up to think. But we have a spirit that's connected to God, which is divine thinking. Carnal thinking and divine thinking are in conflict. Anybody ever have that? Yeah, yeah. 
when you start getting mad or it says, you can get angry, but sin not. But if you hold grudges against people, if you have um, hurts that you haven't got rid of, if you've got uh, things in your life, then there's a conflict here. We are encouraged to look after our health and our mental health. We need to include our spiritual health. We need to reflect on are we growing the fruit of the Spirit? Now, can we go to the next one? Um, next one? Oh, no, that's the one. No, that's fine, that one, yeah. All right, what I like about this is that love and self-control, one's at the front, one's at the back. Look what's sandwiched in between. Joy, peace, forbearance, uh, um, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. So if we don't have self-control, none of this is going to happen. And if we don't have love, none of this is going to happen. Because you've got to intentionally decide that you want to do something. Some of you, you, you intentionally wanted to get an education so that you could prosper and get a job you wanted. How did you do that? You had to make plans. You had to think ahead. I'm going to ask you today, who has thought ahead about their goals and their purposes for Jesus Christ? If the church is, has many members and every member has a part, what are your goals? Could you write me out five of them, please, right now? I'll get a piece of paper and I'll ask you to write it down. Who could do that? Five? Ten? You have, is that for the first year, six months, a year? Five years, ten years? You know, a lot of us are looking, you're thinking about your retirement. You're thinking 40 years ahead. I need to have a house, I need to have a good job. You're thinking 40 years ahead. Have you, have you, have you done that? This is, what, this is where we need to be at. And as on this journey, we look at our goals and, and, and we see how we've progressed. Now, with this, we have to change our attitude. My attitude is, um, before I became a Christian, is that my glass was always half empty. But I wanted an attitude my glass is half full because that's a bit more positive, isn't it? So I've had to change my way of thinking. I've had to speak out those things that aren't as if they are. I've had to say, I have to speak the scripture. If Christ is for me, who can be against me? I have boldness because I serve Jesus. Jesus had the boldness to go out and preach the gospel. Jesus had the boldness to go and reach the world. I'm not a bold person. That's why I'm sitting in the back. I have to force myself. I have to intentionally, I have to have intent that I'm going to do the things that God wants. Not, oh, I might do it, or it's possible, but I have to intentionally say, this is what I'm going to do. Amen? So, self-control. So, we need a winning attitude. Because God is a winning God. 
all things are possible through Christ who strengthens us. I have lots of scriptures and things, but uh, let's, uh, let's keep going. Um, it takes a lifetime to grow the fruits of the Spirit. No one can say that I've got there, because if you get there, then you're going to be in heaven, because there's this conflict. These things are always going to come. It's like today, for me, coming, it's like, oh, you can't do that. I'm a human being. Elijah was a human being. Joshua was a human being. They made choices. You have to believe that God is for you and not against you. You've got to intentionally change your life. Yes, God has given us the Spirit. We have communication with him, but we have to decide, do we want this? Do I want to work on my joy? Do I want to work on my peace? Do I want to work on my forbearance? And then you've got to make a plan. And then you've got to set goals. How am I going to do this? You've got to invest in your spirit man. Um, Self-control is, um, the, the world sees it, it's like a muscle. You don't use it, it gets weak. When you start using it, it becomes strong. The thing is, God won't make you do anything. He's given us, our, we decide what we want to do in our life. We decide. We decide to follow Jesus. We decide what we want to do. How do we do that? Through self-control. So, it's by the renewing of our minds that we, and that's what the word says, isn't it? By the renewing of our minds. For as he thinks in his heart, so he will be. Oh, I'm a failure. You're going to be a failure. Oh, I can't do that. You won't do it. But what if you start saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I serve a mighty God that all things are possible. Don't limit ourselves. The glass half is half um, empty. Don't limit yourself. It can be full. The only person that's going to limit you is you. Is you. You have a choice. You can decide to grow the fruits and Joshua's told that if you meditate on the word and you meditate and study the word, you shall be successful, the word says, if you read that scripture. It says, you will be successful. It's um, Joshua 1.8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So whatever we do for the Lord, we will be successful. We're not going to fail. We will be successful. But the thing is, we don't need to be lazy. Some Christians are a little bit lazy. Most people are a little bit lazy. <laughs> but Christianity isn't for lazy people. 
Christianity isn't for lazy people. Um, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. I went past the field of a sluggard, past a vineyard of something that, was, that has no sense. Thorns had come up everywhere. The ground was covered with weeds and the stone wall was in ruins. I applied my heart to what I observed and learned a lesson. Oh, he learned a lesson from what he saw. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come on you like a thief and and scarcity like an armed man. Like a robber. Who's the enemy? He's a robber coming around to steal whatever he can from you. So he learned something. We need to learn something. We need to look at the Proverbs. We need to look at the Word, meditate on it, reflect on it, and think of... This is what the monks do. They reflect on where they're at, reflect on how they can change, reflect how they can become better in Christ. Can we have a winning attitude? Yes. John C. Maxwell says we can. He's got a book. He's helped people with a winning attitude. So we can do it. Do you want it? If you want it, seek it. Pray. Lord, I want a winning attitude. I want to be successful for you. Not for you. Not for you to say, oh, I want to be rich. I'm not talking about prosperity. I'm not talking about name it and claim it. I'm talking about doing the work of the Lord. Are we reaching Burgess Hill? Are we reaching the houses around us? Are we going out, knocking on the doors? Are we saying to them, there's hope for you. We, we, we want to pray for you. There's hope. There's a lost and dying world out there. They, there are people that are searching for help. Who do they run to? Not, not us. They don't run to God. Why aren't we taking God to them? Why aren't we going out and saying to the poor, oh, let us give you food? Why aren't we saying those people are worried about how they're going to pay their bills? We'll have got a listening ear. We'll help you. We can direct you for help. Because if we don't interact with them, how can we share Jesus with them? If we don't interact with them, you know, you can... You, you, John Maxwell talks about influence. And he talks about influencing people. How can we influence people if we're not interacting with them? Anyway, something to think about. But I'll tell you one thing. Jesus is building his church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Praise God. Jesus is building his church. He is establishing the fivefold ministry, the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher. What? For the perfecting of the saints, for the works of service. I thought someone might know that scripture, but no. All right. <laughs> Church, rise up. We need to be getting ready for the return of Jesus Christ, who's coming back for a church without spot, or blemish. And do we have spots? Yes. Do we have blemishes? Yes. But how can we correct that? 
I'm not talking, but I'm not saying, I'm not saying that to you. I'm including me in this. I've been in a psychiatric hospital. You know, I've had to come out of, you know, the pits of hell. But we can do it. The Lord has me here to say to you, we can do it, not in our strength, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. We've got to think about God. It was great, that testimony that um, we heard today, uh, you know, how the changing of the thinking, how it's affected your life. Praise God. That's the power that we should all have. But we need to be thinking. You thought about these things. You reflected on these things. So praise God. Well, as you can tell, I've got a lot to say. <laughs> so, but this is all I can say right now because I have so much. The Lord has shown me many, many things. It's been a long journey. And I've been through many things. Homelessness, uh, not eating. Um, I've, uh, but I know God has always turned it around for good. God has turned it around where Paul said, I know what it's like to have nothing and I know what it's like to have plenty. But one thing I've learned is to have peace through it all. Ooh, peace. I think that's up there. <laughs> I'd love to share more with you. And um, I will just share, this is the second time that I've got up in front of people in 15 years. So thank you for allowing me to share this with you. And like I say, um, I hope I can share some more of these things and teachings and help each and every one of you so that we can be victorious Christians, living in victory, having confidence, having the power of God, and then but be warned because we're taking it out into the world because our light shines. And where we go, there will be light and there will be transformation in this world. Thank you for watching this week's message. For any more information or to find out more of what we do as a church, you can contact us at info at centrechurch.uk or check out our website at www.centre-church.uk.